0: Welcome to the Davenport Pulse, a podcast aimed at connecting citizens to their local government. Together, we will explore important issues impacting our neighborhoods and community through conversations with residents, city staff, and elected officials.
1: Davenport is the urban pulse at the heart of the Quad Cities, rich in history and character, where folks with the Midwest mentality plant personal and professional roots. Come explore with us the people, places, and programs that make Davenport home.
0: Welcome back to the Davenport Pulse, everyone. Today we have Sherry Fisher. She is the Adaptive and Inclusive Recreation Supervisor for Parks and Recreation. Thank you for being here, Sherry. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, awesome to have you here today. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive into questions? Sure. So I'm Sherry, and I'm with um, Davenport Parks and Rec, and as the Adaptive and Inclusive
2: Supervisor, I run programs for people with disabilities I've been here for a long, long time. Um, I'm certified in both therapeutic recreation, which is um, more specific to working with people with disabilities and getting them back into their normal lives after anything that has happened to them, um, as well as a certified park professional.
1: So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about the adaptive and inclusive programs that we offer here in Davenport?
2: Sure, so I'm housed out of Roosevelt Community Center. So at the Roosevelt Community Center, we do a lot of just community programming. But it's adaptive in in a different way than the traditional adaptive. Um, So my job is kind of double, I guess. So at Roosevelt, we have a food pantry that serves the public, which you wouldn't necessarily think as being adaptive, but there's a lot of people that have need. And so it fits in that way. And Roosevelt is in a very working class neighborhood, so we offer more affordable programs there. Um, So we have a group of seniors that meet once a week, and we have Head Start classrooms and Reasonably priced Mm -hmm. recreational-type programs with renters upstairs, dance, and uh, martial arts. And then besides that, I do um, programming for people with disabilities, which in the Midwest or around this area, people refer to it as special populations, which is different than adaptive because when you say adaptive, people are thinking more like somebody that has acquired a disability, like... um, They've had a stroke, and now they're in a wheelchair, and so they have programming that way. Where ours are more, although we do help with some of those programs, ours are more um, programmed for people with disabilities, like cognitive disabilities or mental disabilities.
1: What are some of those programs that we have? So
2: for our traditional, like, special population programs, which is Mm -hmm. under the adaptive, we do all sorts of things. Like, we do community, like, large events, like we are really big dancing people mm-hmm. in our world. And so we have three big dances and we actually have our spring formal, which is like a prom that's coming up at the end of this month. Um, we also do like a St. Patrick's dance and a Christmas dance just to get people out and um, mingling with each other. Then we also do um, some more like sport related or wellness related. And we're um, really involved with special Olympics in the Scott County adult program. And then there's the can play courage league program which is for the younger group. Um, Special Olympics is um, very specific in the diagnosis of people that can participate, where can play is adapted for anybody that would want to play. And then we also do like life skills type programs um, cooking classes, leisure education classes, um, classes for things that you might enjoy, um, scrapbooking, we have a theater class, kind of just things to get people out that wouldn't necessarily be out in the community.
0: Sure, that's great. And are all of these, um Events and activities and programs, are those held at Roosevelt Community Center or are they throughout the city of Davenport?
2: We try to do our programs like spread throughout. Roosevelt is pretty easy to have um, because in our center we have a classroom and a mm-hmm. weight room and a, a small gymnasium. So we do a lot of things at Roosevelt, but like our theater class, we do hold at Junior Theater on the stage uh, because the stage is very accessible. So our actors. Are always on the stage the entire time so that they're not nervous when their show comes up. Um, and then Special Olympics, we go out into the parks. So, like, we use the Miracle Field for that. Um, and then our dances, fortunately or unfortunately, are so large that we don't have a space within the city buildings to have it. So, we use the fairgrounds.
1: Oh, wow, that's amazing. The fairgrounds yeah.
0: so high. Yes. Sherry, can you tell us how people find out about these programs and how they can get signed up for the adaptive and inclusive programs that you offer? Sure. So being part
2: of the city, um, we use all of the resources that the city has, which is amazing, you know, the websites and we're part of the recreation guide. So all of our programs are listed in that as well as online. Um, But in addition to that, word of mouth is probably our biggest way that people hear about us. We um, work really closely with different service providers in the area, so a lot of our participants are adults that live in these different residential programs throughout the community, and they bring people to our programs, but we work with the schools and Mm -hmm. um, a bunch of different um, groups to come to
0: the programs. What is the turnout for these programs and events that you offer? Sure. When we do like our large
2: our dances, they're quite large because we everybody likes to party and gather with your friends. And Mm -hmm. um, so those we usually range anywhere between one and three hundred people. And then when we have um, like our
0: we're
1: into
2: Scott County Adult Special Olympics and we have um, actually sixty three people moving on to Ames for summer games.
0: Oh, that's great.
2: So, yeah, the third of our athletes actually came back with the first event since COVID. So they're pretty big. Our theater classes are the, you know, the interest classes are usually the smaller ones, but we like to keep them smaller so that um, you get a little bit more help and can yeah. do, you know, what you're, what you're intended to do there. Sure.
1: What do you hope that those who attend and participate in the programs walk away with?
2: Sure. So, Obviously, we want the people to achieve what they came for. So we work really closely with the people when they sign up for the classes to find out, you know, what what goals they have for the class. But then when we're there, making friendships is always the most important, Um, being successful and having fun. So all of our programs are, you know, goal focused and um, very relaxed. And um, we have additional staff that are at the programs with them so that everybody can be successful. So Mm -hmm. mostly just making friends, having fun. Like with our sports programs, we don't keep score. Um, So everybody's always a winner. Yep. So.
0: Can you tell us how this program is structured for uh, people that want to get involved? So the
2: programs, depending on what they are, um, we will have everybody working together with just one person. So like in our theater class, we have people that come and assist with reading. So then they would be matched up one on one, kind of like they would be in school if they needed additional assistance. But for a majority of our programs, unless they're a unified program, which means you're paired up equally with a peer, um, it's just kind of like any other traditional recreation program.
0: What is the age range that uh, can sign up for these classes?
2: We, although our programs are heavily filled with adults because of the ease of getting the clients, we do programming for all ages. We also, in the programs that we don't offer, we we work with other service providers in the area like Hand in Hand who mm. really works with younger children to offer like a Can Play Courage League sport. And they'll do the programming and recruiting of the kids and we'll, be the, we'll house it. Like it's housed at Roosevelt. So then we okay. can help them with it.
1: Very so cool. anybody. Yeah. So since I became um, employed with the city, I've been able to see um, Gabe's Inclusive Playground and the Miracle Field open. Um, how else does Parks and Rec in the city incorporate inclusive design elements throughout the city? That's a great question. The city
2: actually is amazing. They really have worked hard, especially like us in parks, to make everything inclusive. Um, the, with over the probably the last five or 10 years, they've worked really hard to get uh, sidewalks leading to all of the playground areas um, that are all accessible so that not just the person that is Playing on the playground can get there, but there's a lot of grandparents that care for kids now and they want to get there and play too. So although the playground isn't you know, inclusive like Gabe's is, um, they still can get them to the playground and play. So the mulch is accessible and the sidewalk to get there. And then they've even incorporated elements in the playground itself. Like they've gotten the accessible swings so mm-hmm. that children can go. And those are even in neighborhood parks, which I think is super cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, All They've worked hard on like all of the sidewalks are all cut and accessible. And um, of course, we have gaze and the Miracle Field, which we're very fortunate. I mean, the next closest um, Miracle Field would be Cedar Rapids or Dubuque. So Mm -hmm. we're very lucky to have that. And luckily with like the accessible playgrounds and the success of them and um, seeing the need for them in the area and how well they're used. The city is putting some of the ARPA funds that we received because of um, COVID towards another accessible playground, which will be located in Emice Park. So we'll kind
0: of cover both sides
2: of the community, which is very exciting.
0: That is so exciting. That's great. Um, Okay, I have a fun question for you. What Uh, would you say is your favorite part of your job?
2: My favorite part of the job is meeting all of the friends that come to the program and being there and seeing how thankful people are. And no matter what you do, it's always fun. Like you can go and be having like the worst day ever and 5 minutes into and I am not a sport person. I do not sport. That's what I tell everybody. I don't I'll recreate, but I don't sport. Mm-hmm. And 5 minutes into track practice, I'm running with them because yeah. we are having so much fun. And I think that's the best part. It's the people.
0: It's a very rewarding job. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that's great.
1: To go along with that, what's your favorite program? You talked about so many. Oh, my goodness. And you're part of so many. What's one of your, maybe you have a couple, but what's one of your favorite programs that you have got to put on or be part of?
2: I really am enjoying some of the drop-in programs. We're doing once a month, we'll do a drop-in at Gabe's, and then we'll do a drop-in at the Miracle Field, and I, I'm i enjoying those probably the most right now because you're meeting people that wouldn't typically be at your program or you're meeting people that don't even know what Mm -hmm. you do and getting to explain. And then they're like, we can do this too. And of course everyone can. So I think right now that's probably my favorite just because it's just happened. Um, but I love unified bowling. And when we're pairing people with those things, I love, we have a small senior group. I love though them at the Roosevelt center. Um, Mm -hmm. Gosh, I just love my job. Yeah, I'm sorry, I have the best <laughs> job in the world. I, I know that sounds so cheesy, but I do. I, I'm i so thankful. Can you tell us a little more about those drop-in programs? Sure. So once a month, um, we are doing a program at both of our very our newly accessible programs, trying to get people out to the Miracle Field to see what it is or get out to Gabe's Playground, although both of them are very used because we're very fortunate to have at the Miracle Field a strong Challenger League. Mm-hmm. Um But the programming is only, you know, for a set period of time. So it'll be like super used for two months. And then it'll just, what most people would say is sit empty. So we're trying to get people out there and realizing that anybody can use it. Like if you had children and you wanted to do a kickball game with your cousins, like the Miracle Field is open to everyone. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the goal of what these programs are. Same with Gabe's Playground. Like although it's designed, so it's inclusive and universal and, Able to be used by our people, anybody else can go to the playground and use it. Grandparents can get there and easily um, work with play with their children and grandchildren Mm -hmm. as well. So at the at the different drop-in programs, depending on where it is, we kind of theme them. Like I don't know if you've been to Prairie Heights Park Mm -hmm. area, but where the Miracle Field, it is very windy out there. (laughs) So we have a kite day. So we um, make kites and then just walk around the Miracle Field and fly them, and then. Um, We'll do like spring games and we'll do a kickball or we'll do bean, we have a beanbag league, so we'll do beanbags. And then at the mirror, or sorry, that's at Miracle, at Gabe's we'll do, um, everybody likes bubbles. So we get big, huge bubbles, like big bubble wands, and we'll do bubbles and we'll do a craft and we'll have music and just try to get people interacting with us um, so that they realize what the purpose of the playground is, not just because it's cool and it's something new, but it's, you know, really important.
1: Um, what if there's individuals out there that want to get involved um, on a staffing side?
2: We are always looking for um, to give people experience because I think it's an area that not everybody is comfortable just jumping into and with our programs being so social and so relaxed that it's a good place to take that first step. So if, if you are in a field that is looking for... Um, if you're in a the field that is looking for the need to work with people with disabilities or just for those, you know, volunteer hours for high school or um, for college, people can just reach out to us at Parks and Recreation and offer to come to a program, um, be a buddy. Like in the summer, we do a unified bowling league and it's six weeks on a Friday night and we just bowl for fun, have a pizza party at the end. And just, just that small interaction with um, somebody with a person with a disability will truly change your life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely.
0: I think what you're doing is so great. It it really takes a special person to do the job that you're doing. Um, and I don't know you that well, but I can just tell that you are the person for the job. Thank you. And um, yeah, I'm sh- just sure that these families really appreciate having these adaptive and inclusive programs to bring their children to to get those experiences and really truly feel included and and a part of the fun so yeah, yeah I you think it's are great. amazing
1: <laughs> thank you so much yeah
0: I'm, I'm truly blessed so thank yeah. you yeah thank you so much for coming today sherry it was fun to talk to you
2: thank you